Welcome to Conversations with Dr. Walker, a show about personal development and growth. I'm your host, Dr. Monique Walker. I help people find their voices, redefine their lives, and live in their purpose on purpose. I enjoy having candid conversations about difficult life matters that others tend to shy away from. My purpose is to bring light to darkness. Last week was week one of the Messy Me series. During that conversation, we talked about the mask. And the mask is the facade that we tend to wear when we are hiding who we really are, maybe because of shame or false belief systems. So we talked about wearing that facade, wearing a mask. We talked about the source of the mask, and we talked about removing the mask. I shared some very intimate details about my own experience with wearing a mask and gave you tips on how to remove the mask and to shift from living a self-reliant to a God-reliant life in order to help you to be who you were truly called to be. This week, we're moving on and we're talking about the voices. Now, I know you're probably wondering, what voices is Dr. Walker talking about? I'm talking about the voices that people tend to not discuss, the negative voices, that internal talk, that self-talk that may be negative. I'm also going to be talking about negative influences and how to get rid of these negative voices from all around us. So let's jump right in. I'd like to first start off with talking about negative self-talk. There was a time in my life, messy me, when I was without a place to live. I had a child at 15 years old and I was kicked out of my parents' home I was in a situation where I was homeless. And during that time, I can remember my self-talk, my internal speech, being one of a person with low self-esteem, a person with no self-worth, and a person with no purpose. What I learned during this time was that I was reinforcing the negative patterns around me through my internal speech. Things such as, you deserve that. You messed up again. I don't expect much more out of you. These were the things that I would say to myself whenever I made mistakes. I would just pile on the negativity whenever I found myself in a less than favorable position. And being homeless at that age, being homeless, especially as a teenager, less than favorable conditions were very frequent happenings. Needless to say, as I got older and as I continued to move forward with life, age 15, 16, at around age 17, I started to really wake up and realize that this situation is greater than me. Me being without a home and with a child, it's a situation that was much greater than me. And as a matter of fact, I had some authority in what was happening to me. I like to go to the source. I like to self-reflect. Believe it or not, I was able to self-reflect even as a teenager, especially in my later teenage years, I was able to self-reflect and realize that there are sources for things. What I realized was that negative internal speech was not a reflection of my true belief system. 
I realized that because I was raised in an abusive environment, I learned to speak to myself in that way. I've always been a pretty ambitious person as far as having goals, wanting to graduate from high school early. As a matter of fact, I have here in my office awards for volunteerism, for accomplishing great grades. I was featured in a newspaper the year I had a baby for academic performance. So I've always had great ambition and great goals. That wasn't the problem. The problem was I had this internal speech that I had adopted from an abusive upbringing. What I found was the person that was in the position of trust My parents had spoken negativity over me. And as a result, I just adopted that speech, that internal self-talk for myself because I trusted that person. Not that it had to be true, but children tend to mimic what their parents say to them. So that leaves me to ask you, has anyone ever said anything negative to you when you were a child? or maybe made you a promise that they didn't follow through on. And it has become a part of your internal speech. Or better yet, what words are you speaking over your sons and daughters? And what are they taking in as their internal speech? Because whatever someone takes in and whatever they tell themselves over and over again, child or adult alike, it becomes a reality. So it's very important for us to be aware of what it is that we're saying at all times to our children. And we have to also be very sure that we're aware of what was said to us as children growing up. Some food for thought. The spoken word is very powerful and should never be underestimated. It's important that we're speaking life into our into our children. It's important that we're speaking life into ourselves. It's important that we're speaking life into our situations. Words such as I can't, I won't, I'll never, that's just the way it is. It'll never change. If you're speaking any of those words, you have to recognize that that's coming from an internal speech that you have created for whatever reason. It should be considered unhealthy and removed from your diction when it comes to speaking to yourself. Moving right along, let's talk about negative influences. We're going to touch a little bit on family and friends. It's important that we recognize that family and friends, while often they may mean us well, they may not have what's necessary to advise us accordingly. And the number one reason is because they may be blinded by bias. They may be so biased in a situation that they'll give you advice from a subjective place, meaning an emotional place, as opposed to from a place of objectivity where they're able to see all sides of the story or all sides of the situation. So you have to be aware of taking advice from family and friends, and especially those who have a known track record of being negative or speaking negativity over themselves, over their children, over their own lives. Unfortunately, they're just not equipped to handle your situation or your problem. So it's important that you look at your family and friends with love and adoration and be mindful and selective about who it is that you allow to speak into your situation regarding anything that is important to you. 
we're going to move right along now to media, TV, music, movies. Be very careful with those as well. You have to be aware of what you're allowing in. Unfortunately, in today's media, there are often images of normal that are skewed. Normalcy is not what you see on TV. We have a whole generation of children who believe that their bodies are not adequate the way that it is because it does not look like what's on TV. We have girls struggling with self-image problems, boys struggling with self-confidence problems based off of what they see on TV. They may even struggle with low self-esteem. Just be very mindful of what you let in as far as the TV is concerned and how it's translated as well. My take is minimize TV time, minimize movie time. Music, that's another one too. Be very careful about the music that you listen to. Music is an art of expression. So depending on what the artist is trying to express in that song, that's what comes across. But you as a listener have to be mindful about what you're going to accept as far as music is concerned. Let's move forward into getting rid of negativity. In getting rid of negativity, I look at my process and I would just like to give you, it's a simple three-step process and I'm going to line them all out right now and then I'm going to give you subgroups. The first step is assess yourself and those around you. The second step is words are powerful. And the third step is, of course, moving from self-reliance to God-reliance. The saying is, if you'd like to see the condition of your life, look at the five people that you're closest to, the conditions of their life, and it'll give you an idea of where you are. If you are unable to look at yourself, just look at the five people that you're closest to. That's a good gauge of where you are as far as your negative factor or your positive factor is concerned. Now, you have the authority to revamp your relationships or replace them if necessary, because ultimately it's for you to protect your mental sacred place. It's very important for you to realize that your words are powerful. Words are things. They are not just words. Every time you speak, you are creating something new. So there is a Japanese scientist, Dr. Emoto, who did a water study. Depending on the word that was spoken over the water, the water will crystallize and become these beautiful shapes when the words were positive. And on the flip side, when the words were negative, the water will morph into something disshapen, something unappealing to the eyes. It's a pretty cool scientific experiment. But what does that have to do with us? As humans, we're at least 60% water. If our words can affect water molecules in that way, then hey, our words affect us. Hmm, just something to think about. Here are four practical steps that you can implement today to use your words in a powerful way. Number one, daily affirmations. Speaking to yourself in a positive manner, being patient, being kind with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and affirming to yourself every day positive thoughts. I am healthy. I am well. I have a purpose. 
I'm here to serve others. I am wealthy. I am happy. Everything will work out just fine. Those are some examples of things that you can say to yourself on a regular basis in order to affirm what it is that you expect for yourself. Whether you're in that space already, physically or not, start speaking those words over yourself and watch how your perception shifts. The second thing that you can do, you can change what you allow to enter your body, such as music and media. Be very mindful of how much time you spend watching things that are negative. Anything that's going to trigger a negative thought pattern, going to have your heart racing and you not being in a balanced state, try to minimize that and see what that does as well. Third thing that you can do is look at social media for what it is. It's an opportunity to socialize It's a marketplace and it's a data gathering system. Be very mindful that when you're using social media, that social media is not looked at as reality because people post the best pictures of themselves and it's not for you to use it as a measuring stick for where you are in life. Instead, set goals with deadlines and strive to accomplish them. Use that as your measuring stick for where you are in life. Number four, change your speech. I am not going to the mall can become, I'm going to stay home today. Remove the word not out of your vocabulary. Try to turn things around for positive. Try to keep away from the negative words and see how that works for you. Moving on to the next thing, God reliance. The ultimate answer to this is to shift from a self-reliant to a God-reliant lifestyle. And what does that look like? That looks like meditating on a regular basis, replacing negativity with positivity. Unfortunately, the process isn't erase all the negative and then put the positive in. It's actually a replacement process. So here's something to meditate on today. Proverbs 18, 21. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. What does that mean? That means that whatever words you're speaking, you will be the recipient of it. So remember this, you are an active co-creator in your life, and every single word that you speak will eventually manifest. It's important that you are aware of the negative voices that you have, whether they're coming from within or they're coming from a family member or they've come from some place in the past, maybe a bad experience. You have a choice whether or not you're going to accept those voices as reality. You see, you have this thing called your mental sacred place where you are the ultimate authority in choosing what comes in and what goes out. You're the gatekeeper for that. So be very aware of negativity coming in the form of family, friends, media, false expectations. Instead, get rid of all negative voices. Assess yourself and those around you. Use your words in a powerful manner. Remember, words are things, they're not just words. It's time to move from self-reliance to God-reliance so that you no longer have to carry the burden of negative voices anymore. For me, what ultimately happened was 
I shifted my thoughts from negative to positive at the age of 18, and I was able to secure a home for my child and myself. From that point, I started creating goals with deadlines and used those as my way of measuring my success in life. But it started with thinking positive, getting rid of the negative, replacing it with the positive. Hopefully, this has been a blessing for you. I look forward to speaking with you next week. The subject matter is very interesting. It's called The Victim. Connect with me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. My handle is at Monique Walker, MD. You can also visit my website, www.moniquewalkermd.com for more information on personal development. Take care.